college football rankings are here. We discuss that, plus NFL preseason week one, and our thoughts. We continue our Masarmeno segment with the AFC North. This and more on Coaching from the Couch. Greetings, fellow fans of football and fellow listeners of the Coaching from the Couch podcast. Welcome back. Uh, I am your host, Darren Hill, here once again with uh, co-host and brother, Blake Hill. Uh, what is going on, Blake? It's been a minute. Has been a minute. I'm excited for this another episode. We've got some good stuff on the table. That's right. It's been a minute since we've uh, recorded, so we apologize for that. Uh, a little explanation. I was out of town last week, all of last week, on a road trip to the great state of Oregon, and uh, traveling all around the state. And so I thought I would have enough time to set aside to record a little something um, with the boy, but it was kind of a crazy trip and um, just really could not find the time to record something. So we're going to try and maybe record two podcasts here right now so we can, um, you know, try and catch up a little bit. So uh, keep be on the lookout for that. Uh, two, two episodes coming out fairly recent uh, from one another. And we'll just continue, um, continue from there, but uh, let's jump right into it since um there's there a lot's been happening and we haven't uh haven't discussed much recently um to start we're back in the college football uh, news here as we inch closer to the season starting uh only a couple more weeks um i want to say um yeah about uh two more weeks so it's coming up and because it's getting so close, obviously the college football has released the football rankings, the AP top 25, which is obviously very intriguing for a lot of teams to see kind of where your college team ends up. And um, there's some spicy rankings here, I, if I do say so myself. So we thought we'd just kind of glance glance over it, maybe point out maybe some teams that we're a little surprised with of the ranking, and then maybe give one college team that we think for sure is going to end up higher than their current ranking, and a team that we think is going to finish lower than their current ranking, um, and then you guys can let us know, you know, what you think of our takes and everything, and, and um, maybe see how our predictions end up at the end of the season. Um I'll start with you, Blake. Uh, what what stands out to you? Uh, looking at this uh, top twenty five, I guess we're looking over here at the the left. I think that's kind of the more accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think top top five. I'll kind of cut it down to top five just here for a minute. 
Um, I think that's pretty, uh, pretty run in the mill. Um, you know, you kind of expect that every year that the Alabama, Ohio state, Georgia, Clemson, all those, you know, all those big teams. So, um, you know, Notre Dame slipping in there at number five is, is a little, um, surprising to me, but you know, we'll see what they can do. Um, no, no, we've got, uh, big expectations for them. And, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, it, it all kind of makes sense. I've got a couple that, um, were a little surprising. They, I think, um, one team that I think will do better or go higher than, um, finish higher than what they are now is definitely, uh, USC. They've, they've got them at 14 now. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty high on USC. I think with the, the whole Lincoln Riley thing, um, him, you know, picking up from Oklahoma and going to USC and, and Caleb Williams following and all the talent that's getting pumped into, you know, USC. I think they're going to, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Um, I think they could definitely, I think they'll finish uh, top 10 for sure. Maybe even top five. Wow. I could see I could see him shocking a lot of people. I think they've got a lot of talent that a lot of people are uh, looking past. Jeez. Um, so that yeah, that's what kind of my hot take um for a team that'll end higher. Um okay. I don't know. I'm really really high on them. Um and then yeah. a team that I think will end well, lower. Well, I'll stop you there actually. Okay. And then maybe I'll give my higher take and then uh, I'll help you do your lower. Uh, yeah, yeah. That work. Uh no, that's I'd say that's kind of a spicy take, but if you look at their squad, uh, they, yeah, they've got quite a bit of, um, you know, high recruits on that team. I just don't think the coaching has been up to par with, um, you know, some of the bigger programs in the country. So now that they, yeah, like you said, get Lincoln rally, I think, yeah, if he could turn that program around, that'd be a fast turnaround just because he's, this is his first year, but um, like you said, he, he brought over a bunch of players. I know they, uh, uh, a really good receiver transferred from Pitt. Um, and then obviously, like you mentioned, Caleb Williams, the quarterback coming from Oklahoma, really good. I mean, so he's bringing some guys over from Oklahoma, which helps because Oklahoma was pretty good last year. So um, yeah, that, that's an interesting take. I like it. So you're saying higher for USC, potentially top five. Um, I'll quickly point out maybe a few of these rankings that I was a little surprised by. Um Let's see. Yeah, I was kind of shocked by Notre Dame, too, because they they do lose their head coach. He ends up going to LSU. And so we really don't know how this new coach is going to be. But Notre Dame always is going to have a lot of talent. So it's kind of hard not to rank them high. But I don't know. Five seems pretty high to me. I agree. (laughs) Um, But we'll have to see kind of what happens there. Yeah, same with Texas A&M. I know they have a lot of high recruits, too. But, I mean, they... I don't think they did much last year. So I'm kind of surprised that they think they're going to, uh, yeah, they have them ranked so high. They have them six right now. They have a uh, Jimbo. Jimbo's still there. He's, he's a good coach. Um, won a national championship, you know, he knows what, what it takes, but I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they always seem to underwhelm. I feel like, <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I feel like absolutely. they always seem to be overhyped. So that'd be interesting to see that. that, that that's, kind of high for me but even uh utah to be honest i mean i know they're bringing back quite a bit of good players they went to the rose bowl last year um after 
that quarterback started for him. Uh, I'm, I'm forgetting his name. Are you remembering quarterbacks? I don't name? remember his name, but they had quite the trouble of finding him. And once yeah, they, him, yeah, yeah. Once they finally got him, they had that his last starter. name starts with a B, something <laughs> yes. Brow or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Dang it. We should know we're from the state of Utah. Yeah, if you exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they had one starter that started the year. He did not play well. He ended up like leaving the program. So they ended up starting their backup and he ends up being way better than the starter ever was. So now that they'll have him the whole year, that obviously will help. But I mean, they have him in there with, with some big boys that, you know, Michigan's right after them at eight and then Oklahoma at nine. Bryson so, Barnes, by the way, Bryson Barnes. Uh, there you go. Okay. Thank you for looking that up. Um, so I don't know. That seems kind of high, but I mean, I guess they did go to the Rose Bowl. So props to the the rankers here for, you know, giving them some love uh, for doing well last year. So that'll be, that'll be a team to watch. They start off with uh, a pretty tough opponent. They ha- happen to go to Florida to play at the swamp down there, an SEC opponent. So that'll be interesting to see, you know, how they start their season. Um, I know Florida hasn't been, that good recently but i mean you know they're still an sec opponent they still got some high recruits on that squad and it's never easy traveling the whole country basically to go play um you know down there in the humid uh the humid state of florida so that'll be a fun game um but other than that i mean the rest honestly looks pretty uh decent to me i I'm kind of surprised about Cincinnati. I guess I they lost quite a bit. Of, I guess they lost quite a bit of talent, but I like their coach. I feel like he's done a good job with their program. I mean, they obviously lose Desmond Ritter to the NFL draft and going to the Falcons, uh, their, their quarterback. They lose their best receiver. He ends up going to the Colts. They lose their star. Two of their cornerbacks, I believe, um, and th- those guys are really good high draft picks. So they lose a lot of talent, but I like their coach. And I think he, he kind of knows what he's doing and they've, they've been very competitive the last couple of years. So 23, there are 23 on the rank. That's, um, I don't know. I, I feel like you could probably bump them up a few spots. Um, so they'll be interesting to watch. Same with Houston. I, I, they're they're on 24 they're 24 on the list um i'll be honest i i don't know why they're on on the list i mean (laughs) i really didn't hear much about them uh you know last year i so maybe they 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 played well uh they're always kind of a frisky team but 24 i I don't know I, i feel that way about nc state sitting there at 13 13 oh yeah that's, nc's that's good point <laughs> what the heck is nc state done they haven't proved nothing and yeah, they haven't their, done much they're ranked a higher than usc oh geez yeah uh we have one spot ahead michigan Unless, state who played really well last year they're ahead of us uh, michigan state um you know ahead of uh miami who now has the uh, former head coach of Oregon, who's, you know, who I think is a pretty decent coach and they got a lot of talent on Miami. Their uh, quarterback is, is a pretty high um, prospect. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a good point. I, they kind of slipped my mind there, NC State. So that's an interesting take there too. That's a wild take. <laughs> That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, what happens there? Um, but yeah, but just looking down here at the some of the teams they left off the list, you know. I mean, they left some big programs off the list here. Uh, I mean, Texas, obviously. No, I feel like Texas is always ranked in the 20, oh, top yeah, 25. always on there. <laughs> they, they've always got a lot of talent. Uh, so that's kind of surprising. The quarterback position, I'm not really sure how stable that position is. So maybe that's why they left off. But Iowa, Iowa's always a, a really good team. They always seem to finish in the top 25 every year, even though – they don't make too much noise, but they're just a solid program. Penn State, huge program. Um, LSU, you know, again, huge program. They won the Natty not too long ago, and now they've got now they're the, not even on the twenty top twenty-five. <laughs> right, they've got um, the new head coach, so maybe he can help them. You know, turn some things around. Uh, Tennessee was the next team to receive. Um, the most votes to get in the top 25 that actually didn't make it. Um, I know they were really good last year. They, they were pretty good. Uh, caused some trouble for a lot of the SEC teams. So, you know, even them, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised here. So we've got UCLA some, too. Yeah. UCLA is always, always pretty good team, you know, so that'll be interesting to see, you know, where a lot of these teams end up. Okay. Sorry. I'll go ahead and give my team who I think will for sure finish higher than their current rank. Ooh, I'm gonna go. And I don't know. There's there's some good teams on here that are pretty low, I feel like, on this list. But give me I'm riding with Kentucky. Kentucky <laughs> what the give me heck? give me Kentucky uh I like their quarterback he's kind of a goober but um I uh, I don't know this kid's supposed to be pretty good and uh he showed some things last year and when you've got a good quarterback I think you know he can help you win some games so I know they're in the SEC and it's it's tough but I don't know. I think they could make some noise. So give me how Kentucky. high you per- how high you think they'd go though? No, not I'm not saying they're going to be top five. Definitely not. But I could see him bumping up into the top fifteen, maybe. Um, I don't know if I'd go top ten. There's just a lot of really good teams here, but probably top fifteen, probably around there. I think twenty is probably a little low for them. But yeah, give me the over on that twenty ranking. All right, that's fair. All that's right, fair. all right. We'll we'll see. You know, I I like to roll with the good quarterback teams. You know, I think I think that kid might have some something in him to help push that program a little farther than maybe uh, the talent, the rest of the talent can. So uh, let let's hear your team that you think is going to finish lower than their current rank. Yeah, yeah, you had kind of mentioned it a few of them and um you know i picked on nc state there for a little bit but you know I, i'll i think we all can guess how i feel about that i'm sure they'll be lower but i'll i'll go with more of a bold one um i think utah at seven i think they're definitely gonna end lower than what they're projected at 
I I think I mean they're good. Um, I know what they did in the you know in the Rose Bowl last year, and you know they finally found the, their quarterback. But oh, it's 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 the same thing every year. It feels like you know it's just overhyped. They really like Whittingham. It seems like it's just. I don't know what it is, but every year they always seem to disappoint. So, <laughs> I mean, I think they'll still probably finish top 25, um, but I just don't see them finishing seven or, you know, even in the top 10. I could see them being top 15, but definitely not at the seventh spot there. I, I just can't see it there. Yeah. But that's kind of that's my, my guess there. No, that's a good bet. You know, uh, the quarterback was decent last year, but it's not like he lit up the college football by any means. Um, you know, he was okay. So I don't know. Maybe he takes another step forward, but I don't know. He just he didn't really have that it factor to me. Yeah, uh, it's not shocking anybody. You know, right? It was mainly their defense. Their defense, I think, will still be really good. Um, they lost their linebacker in the draft, but. They'll still have the Phillips, I believe, their corner, who's projected to be pretty high draft pick. He's he's going to be really good. Uh, they got their tight ends, who are really good too. They're, they'll probably get picked up in the draft. Um, and yeah, Whittingham, you know, I, college football, a lot of it comes down to yeah, coaching and things. And I don't know, Whittingham, he's kind of just a mediocre coach. It seems like, you know, isn't bad enough to get himself fired, but isn't good enough to push Utah over the hump and potentially get them into the playoffs. So yeah, I, I'm okay with that pick for mine. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. I'll go Oklahoma. Uh, they Oklahoma. lose. <laughs> yeah, I like they, that one. They lose. You know, Lincoln Riley, who I think is a pretty good coach. Um, they're they're still going to have a lot of talent. You know, from previous years, and they're a big program. I think they're still getting in talent, but I mean, there's a lot of question marks. You know, uh, how's the the head coach going to do? You know, their new quarterback and things. So. Yeah, I'm not so sure it's going to be as smooth a sailing as as previous years. So nine is pretty high, and you look at what, who's lower. You know, Baylor. I think Baylor's a really good program. They've they've still got a lot of good players. Oregon as well. We know Oregon's always a really good team. Same with Oklahoma oh, yeah. State, and then I, we still got USC, Miami. Uh, you know, there's some good teams down here. So I think Oklahoma might. Uh, slip here a little bit now their their schedule's probably a little softer than a lot of these programs which is going to help them out but i could see him slipping a few and kind of getting lower than nine here on this on this on the rankings so that'll be fun to watch so we'll, we'll keep track of how our teams do and and then check back at the end of the year <laughs> at the end of the season and see if uh, our predictions were right <laughs> that'll be fun uh, I better write down, I guess, what um, their current rank is so we know for sure where they end up here. Um, so we got Kentucky is at 20 right now. And then we've got Oklahoma at nine. And then we've got USC at uh, 14. And um, Utah at seven. All right. All righty. Well, that's uh, sorry. Go ahead. 
we got some yeah we got some pretty big bold decisions there yeah. so that, that, that will be fun to see and watch i think so yeah that's what happens i think so real quick um i want to get your thoughts on clemson they really struggled last year that quarterback uh just Dude. really struggled and they just kind of derailed their whole season they're in the top four they got them at four um which kind of surprises me just because last year was so bad uh, do you think that's an adequate ranking ah yeah that's that's tough i mean with Dabo and you know like you said dj um struggled last year but oh man i don't i don't know it's hard it's hard to count them out you know i, I could I could see him dropping a, a few spots. I think I think they'll be pretty good. I think that quarterback will finally kind of figure, you know, figure some stuff out because he was a freshman last year, wasn't he? Yeah, I want to say it was, it was his first year starting because um, Trevor, yeah, Trevor left for the draft. So yeah, Trevor I think, Lawrence. I think he'll, you know, figure a little bit, a little bit more out. But yeah, they are a very interesting team. I'll have to. We'll have to watch them as well. I don't know what your thoughts are, but yeah, I think four might be a little high. Yeah. I mean, I think they, they probably got a lot of talent just because, you know, they're Clemson, they're a big program. They're going to bring in a lot of good players and recruits, but yeah. Uh, and obviously yeah, Dabo's one of the best coaches in the, in college football. So you got to give him props for that, but I don't know. That, I feel like that's going to be tough just because their program really struggled last year. But hey, maybe that's going to be a big motivation for a lot of those players to, you know, push themselves to to be better. Um, and uh, I don't I feel like they didn't lose a ton of talent in the draft. So they probably still have a lot of returning players. So that probably yeah. boosts them up a little bit. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be an interesting team. You know, they're always fun to watch They're um, You know, they're a good program. So that'll be interesting to watch, see if they can get back on track um as far as their you know high standards go real quick as i as i'm kind of thinking on the fly what's a maybe a dark horse that's not on the current top 25 that you could see jumping into the top 25 by the the end of the season i mean we have kind of a few here but is there maybe any others that you think you would predict that would jump into the 25 that aren't in it right now yeah yeah that's a that's a good uh question i'm just looking over the teams that are on that kind of that sleeper list there yeah um but i mean yeah there's some there's some pretty dang good teams on there you know that right that are kind of slept on but i could see i could see tennessee kind of flying in there you know all right i could i could see them getting like getting on the board and and you know making some noise i, I don't think they do anything crazy but you know, I could I could see them making a, a pretty good push. They've they've got some talent there, and yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I know they went and got they've got that big high school recruit coming up. He, he, I mean, obviously he's not playing this year, but he's he's kind of a big deal, you know. And when you get guys like that, you know, it adds a lot of attention to your program. So yeah, um, I could see them honestly swinging in there, making some noise, maybe even you know high high teens in the rankings low teens but yeah i i my my prediction on the dark horse would be tennessee for sure okay yeah i like that um i know they got a lot of talent yeah they made some noise last year um 
I'm doing a little research on the fly here for my team. I think I'm going to go with uh, Fresno State as my dark horse to jump into the top 25 by the end of the season. They were a scrappy team last year, and their quarterback, uh, Jake Heiner, uh, he, he played really well. He kind of gave fits to a lot of teams in the Pac-12 and so kind of took the the whole country by storm. So I could see them um, making some more noise this year and kind of being that scrappy team again, you know, get taking them the momentum they had from last year and kind of propelling them into this season. And um, yeah, I could see them kind of like what you were saying. I don't, I don't think they're going to go skyrocketing up the, up the rankings, but I could see them finishing, you know, in the top 25, you know, around the bottom there, but um, oh yeah, they're, they're kind of a fun team, you know, very physical and just kind of, they just go out there and play ball, man. You know, they don't do anything crazy, but they'll, they'll just outwork you and just out physical. Yeah. So yeah, they're a fun team to watch. So we'll, we'll keep track of those teams too, just kind of for fun and see where they end up by the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun seeing everything, you know, there's, there's quite a, a few teams like, yeah, even, even on that list alone, like there's just so much. That's why college football is just so much fun. There's so many teams that, you know, can just yeah. fly onto the scene. Like even Utah State put up quite the fight last year. You know, it's like right. it's crazy just to watch. That's why it's so exciting and why everybody just loves it. You know, they just can't get enough because there's just so much, you know. Right. Enjoy. Oh, yeah doing a little more research real quick oh yeah so um old spencer rattler that former standout quarterback for oklahoma he ended up transferring to south carolina yeah um, so yeah i think he's gonna they're gonna be a team to watch you know he he was a pretty high recruit and uh you know everyone had some high hopes for this kid he really struggled last year ended up getting benched um but now that he's transferred at a new program maybe that'll be what he needs to take that next step and get back on track. So that they're a team to watch too. I mean, if he can, if he can play well, you know, they're, they've got some talent too. So they're, they're, they'll be a fun team to look out for as well. Um, real quick to, to kind of wrap up our kind of college football talk here uh, and to kind of make things go full circle. The documentary for Manti Teo is officially out. So we wanted to kind of make an announcement there. It is on Netflix I believe it's called The Untold, uh, The Girlfriend That Never Existed, uh, something like that. So um, we, we talked about that a couple podcasts ago about Manti Teo and kind of his story. So go go check it out. We haven't seen it yet. I mean, it just came out a couple of days ago. So we're definitely intrigued and we're going to go watch that. But that that's the real story of kind of what happened. I mean, Manti is in it. And so he, he's talking in it and you, you've got a firsthand account of kind of what happened and, and why it was such a crazy story. So uh, definitely go check it out if you're interested in learning more about that story and everything. But we thought we'd mention that since we brought it up at the podcast uh, the other day. Um, yeah. I've got a crazy stat here too. I was scrolling through uh TikTok the other day and this random uh, video showed up and um, I thought it was crazy. The So the, um, Jaguars Raiders NFL Hall of Fame game preseason game yeah 5.7 million people tuned in to watch that game yeah that's more viewers than the NHL Stanley Cup finals and the <laughs> NBA conference finals 
Ooh. A preseason <laughs> game. A preseason game with none uh, of the stars. No uh, Derek Carr. No De- Devontae Adams. No Darren <laughs> Waller. None of those people. That just tells you how great football is. I know yeah. that's NFL and we're talking college, but nah. that just shows how much people love this stuff. They love this <laughs> more than any other sport out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Um, I mean, I was one of those guys. I was watching that game. You know, I knew it was going to be a stinker. You know, no one was playing. Um, <laughs> but that was, oh, yeah. I was in the middle of my trip, you know, in the beautiful state of Oregon. Um, but I made a conscious effort to make sure I was watching that game because, you know, it's been been a couple months since we've seen some action you know so i was ready and i obviously the whole country was so you know that's what makes the the great the great sport of football so great um yeah they'll watch the third strings before they watch the (laughs) nhl finals (laughs) yeah yeah i mean hockey's great but um you know yeah football is where it's at in this in this country um but uh yeah this will this this is a nice segue here over to kind of NFL talk. Maybe we um, mentioned maybe one or two points about the preseason games that happened. So the uh, teams have had their preseason, preseason games. Everyone's played their game, their first game. Um, and then we've got the week two of the preseason starts tomorrow. We're recording this on August 17th, Wednesday. Uh, it's about 9 p.m. So tomorrow, Thursday, I believe uh, the Bears are playing. I can't remember who they're playing, but they're playing the Seahawks. Seahawks, that's right. Okay. So um, that's when week two will officially start. Anything stand out from you from the games this last week of week one? And we can include the uh, the Raiders, Jaguars uh, Hall of Fame game as well, because that one was kind of on its own, you know. Uh, the Raiders and Jaguars, I believe, both played again after that. So they've yeah. kind of had two games already, but. Yeah, um, I mean nothing, nothing too crazy. It's I'm just absolutely psyched. Even the preseason games are so much better than anything else that's been on for months. But yeah, um, very exciting to see everybody. You know, see all the all the faces and even some of the starters. You know, getting out there and starting the opening drives. Yeah. Um, with uh, Deshaun Watson, man, he did not look good i think that's probably (laughs) my biggest thing was okay just man he didn't you know that that year off and all this fighting in court man he's either distracted or out of football shape because he didn't he just did not look very good but (laughs) that's kind of what stood out to me was how bad he looked i mean they've he's a you know he's a big deal and when he is in there he's good and i'm sure he'll you know he'll get out of his little rut if he ever yeah. plays again <laughs> right but right. but i was just shocked on you know he just did not look as well as i thought he would and and how much hype was around it but right. yeah that's that was kind of my hot take i don't know if you have had anything else but no yeah i'm glad you brought that up um i'll probably come back to that and uh, maybe we'll even touch on it uh during our Masomino segment right after yes for sure but um yeah i try not not I try not to get too carried away with preseason, you know, just because it is preseason, you know, so I know a lot of people sometimes get carried away and, and start believing in things that just aren't true just because 
that they've happened in preseason. Um, but um, yeah, I think there is some nuggets, you know, you can learn from your teams or, or the different teams around the league. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. Big, big thing for me. I don't know. I think probably the second year quarterbacks kind of stood out. Uh, we've talked about a few, but Justin Fields, I thought looked pretty well. Um, I know a lot of people were complaining about the offensive line, but I saw some stat. He had a he had the most time out of any quarterback that played in the preseason to throw. Um, and so I don't know. A lot of people don't think it's that big of an issue. Then, uh, so if, if it isn't, that's good for him. You know, give him more time to throw. But I thought he looked pretty good. You know, slinging that slinging that ball around. I thought. Um, Trevor Lawrence did he was out there yeah I think he played in the second game yeah he went the opening the opening drive okay second game yeah that's what I thought he looked pretty good too he looks he looks like he's going to be ready and is going to be making that next that next jump uh Zach Wilson we didn't see too much of him as he got hurt had a bad interception we were trying talking about it before we recorded but um (laughs) that was kind of bad so i don't know yeah that'll be interesting there's been a lot of uh talk out of jets camp that the he's been playing a lot better so who knows if that's really accurate or not so it's hard to really say much else just because he got hurt and we didn't get to see too much of him but uh, hopefully he can take another step forward for him um, and then, oh, I believe their um, lineman, Makai Becton, I believe, got hurt, and he's going to be out for the year. So that's a big blow. Yeah, uh, he was a, a former first round pick. So yeah, he's he's a good player. So yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. Poor Jets fans. I mean, their starting quarterback goes down, and then their offensive lineman, dang it, but. And then uh, Justin Fields, I thought he looked really good too. He looked really well throwing the ball around. Uh, we obviously know he can move, and he's he's got some wheels on him. So, yeah, I think I think we're looking at a, a pretty a pretty good year for the second year quarterbacks, which is exciting because a lot of these teams, you know, are uh, invested and uh, in these young kids, and you know their futures depend on it. So. But um, to kind of go back to your first thoughts about the Deshaun Watson, let's let's get ourselves into a little more muscle manos here. Uh, and then this week, we told you we would be doing the AFC. Sorry, what division is this? AFC North. We've got the Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so, who do we think's finishing last in this division this year? Ooh, uh, I mean, it's I think a good it's division. Be, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I think it'll be the Steelers. The Steelers. I think the Steelers. I think they've got. Well, uh, uh, it's hard. You know, there's there's a lot that goes into the Browns as well with Deshaun and everything. I think with their run attack, though, I still think they're better than the Steelers. I think the Steelers have problems with quarterbacks. They don't really know. You know, are you doing? 
Mitch Trubisky? Are you doing Kenny Pickett? Like, <laughs> I think I think there's just too many question marks there. That that's kind of my take. I don't know what you think, Darren. Which who do you think gets finishing last? No, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think I'm with the Steelers. I mean, I know Mike Tomlin's a really good coach, and is, we'll have him ready. But yeah, I don't know. I just have a hard time seeing Mitchell, um, <laughs> you know, helping them lead the division. And even, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm with you. I'll go, I'll go Steelers, and I'll just you, go in. Oh, sorry, think, go ahead. Uh, you think? Uh, Kenny Pickett will play at all this next season. Um, that that's a good question, and and maybe you can get was, into it later. But yeah, and that was a actually a segment I wanted to do at one of these future pods is trying to predict uh, oh, okay. which of these rookie quarterbacks will end up playing at all this year. Um, but yeah, we, we, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll it, go ahead and answer. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll we'll save it, but. I'll just say he he looked pretty good in the preseason. So, but all the reports coming out are that uh, Mason Rudolph has outperformed him. Uh, the, I have heard that. I have. So that. yeah, that's interesting. So we'll we'll have to get into it, um, you know, a little later down the line here. But um, I'll jump into their menos this time, their floor. I mean, when you've got Mike Tomlin as your head coach, I feel like your floor is going to be pretty decent hotly high uh i'd probably say it's probably still eight nine games i want to say winning record but when you're in that division that that's tough to have a winning record especially yeah there, there's just a lot of good teams in that division so i'd probably say eight nine games I, he's just he just knows how to coach and how to get his teams to win games I, I mean i don't know the guy's crazy um and they've got some talent on offense now the quarterback uh you know will will be the the question but um as far as their floor goes um yeah i don't know i mean they 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 had mason rudolph start quite a bit of games that one year that ben was hurt and he did pretty good i mean they they, they did okay so they know what they have in him and, you know, worst comes to worst, he's, he's he's starting a lot of the games. You know, if Mitchell just doesn't play well and Kenny's just not ready yet, maybe it's Mason out there for the majority of the year. And I feel like he's decent enough to win them probably seven, eight games, you know, uh, especially with all this talent they have on the on the offensive side. So, you know, I think that, that helps their floor. And then... Yeah, I just think the talent is just really good, which is going to uh, kind of boost their floor up. They got George Pickens, the rookie out of Georgia, who's uh, who's been lighting up camp, apparently. He's been playing really well, so that'll be interesting to see how he does. He's a thug. Yeah, he's a <laughs> he's, he's, a, he he's an a absolute gangster. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that too, but no better place to to be if you're a gangster than <laughs> Steelers because uh so true yeah I mean Mike Tomlin had to deal with Antonio Brown for all those years so he's 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 he knows how to handle a few thugs so <laughs> yeah he'll be just fine <laughs> I think he'll be all right so that's really the perfect spot for him they just had a lot of talent at receiver I mean Chase Claypool is, is a good player Deontay Johnson we all know even the running backs you know they got some pretty good depth there I know Benny Snell is 
is a good backup. Um, Anthony McFarland as well. I mean, they're, they're, they're some decent players. They're not going to compare to Najee. I mean, Najee's a beast. But again, if, for their floor, I think that's just going to help boost their floor. Um, and then defensively, you know, they're going to be good defensively. They're, you know, the Steelers just always find a way to be good at defensively. For their floor, you know, maybe – I just think the offense is really what's going to be holding him back. The quarterback position, really, I should say. Uh, um, that's the only reason I could see kind of them not hitting their their peak. Because, um, yeah, their defense is going to be good. You got TJ, who's, you know, a contender for defensive player of the year every year, basically. Devin Bush, great linebacker. And now they got Miles Jack on there as well, who's a good player. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick uh, in the secondary who's really good. So yeah, they got, they got some ballers there. Cameron Hayward who's obviously always really good. So yeah, they, they've got some really good players. I, um, so I, I really don't have any issues with the defense. I just think maybe the quarterback position is what's going to hold this team back. Um, and, you know, again, if the offense struggles, that'll hurt the defense because they'll be out there a lot more than maybe what they're used to for their mass or their ceiling. Um, I could see them, I'd probably say I could see them finishing second in the division. I think that could be their, their ceiling, their mass, um, maybe winning 10, 11 games. That's probably not a huge difference than their floor, but again, they're, they're a great team. So I think that's why their floor is pretty high. And I could see their ceiling being maybe Mitch, uh needed a change in scenery from Chicago that was really the last time we really saw him maybe Mike Tomlin and the the Steelers are able to get him to play well Uh, I thought he played pretty well in the preseason game so uh I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities and and then maybe Kenny can sit and learn and doesn't even have to play very much this year and Mitch just goes out and plays well. I mean, he's he's had some really good games. I mean, he had that like five touchdown game one year. Yeah. I mean, he's got it in him. He's he's a good player. He, he can move too, so he's got some rushing ability. I think he's a good player. He was a high pick for a reason. I don't think it was, you know, that crazy that he went pretty high in the draft when he did. Uh, so obviously he's got some talent. Obviously, I went over the talent on offense. They've got some players. So maybe the you know all that talent is just going to help Mitchell out even more, especially with a good running game. I mean, I feel like their offensive line is solid as well. They're, they're always going to be really good there. And again, I talked about the defense. Their defense is going to be solid. They got some really good players there. So yeah, I mean, they, they've got a chance to, to, I think be pretty good. But once again, I think the ceiling is going to come down to the quarterback position. So, but if he, it's definitely possible he could play really well for him. And if he does, I think they, they could be a really good team, make, make the playoffs, maybe make some noise. Uh, I don't know if I'd quite say Super Bowl, but I could maybe say, see um, like AFC championship game. Um, I think that's definitely within their, their possibility. Um, Let's go ahead and go to the second team that we think is going to finish second to last in this division. Um, I'll probably go Cleveland Browns. What, what do you think? I agree. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I think it's going to be Cleveland. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, 
what do you think of Cleveland's Mas or and Menos? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're very uh similar to to Pittsburgh as well. Um, I think they've got I again on the offensive side of the ball, they've got a lot of talent. Um, you know, with the 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 two running backs of you know Nick Chubb and and uh also um what's his name? Oh, he's complaining about his contract. Oh yeah, Kareem uh, Hunt. Kareem Hunt, thank you. Yeah. Um yeah, I think you know, with those two at the at the in the backfield, they're they're obviously dangerous. And them going and picking up Amari Cooper and and um, you know, all these all these weapons they've got for sure are are definitely gonna help. Um but I think I I can't express enough how much the Deshaun Watson thing is going to affect this team. Like that could make or break the entire season. I feel like you know because if it's not Deshaun, then it's going to be uh, who they've got. They've got uh, yeah, um, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Jac- <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. I mean talk about terrible (laughs) i mean i mean he's okay you know it'll get you a couple wins is all but it's just uh, it's hard but you know they they've got a lot of weapons you know they've got um you know people's jones they went and got got him and you know you can't bet against amari cooper and nick chubb and kareem hunt it's just it's hard i mean even their third string Ernest Johnson like he went out and proved himself last year when both you know Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were out he went right. tore it up you know yeah. like everybody that picked him up in fantasy was just thriving yeah yeah <laughs> um so they've they've got a lot of talent so I you know I kind of put them in the same boat as Pittsburgh where you know floor I could I could see him being last if if Watson's out you know I could I could see him being last in the division again I could probably about about eight wins this i think this is a really good division um you know defensively they they went pretty uh defensive heavy in the draft i did notice um you know they they uh took their took their pick and got a got a corner um so you know they they went pretty pretty heavy they didn't um, have a, a pick until what round three or something right? yeah yeah it was pretty late okay it was late and they went they went and got a um they had a cornerback there let's see what round it was let's see i i don't even know who do you know the name uh, i can't even remember martin immersion jr is what it looks like okay oh yeah here he is yeah so he's yeah uh, mississippi state okay mississippi state yeah so i mean round three it looks like yeah so that you know i mean that third round you know talent but but they went they went pretty you know defensive heavy they they knew that that's kind of where they're they're lacking i mean obviously when when you go out in the offseason pick up a huge you know guy like amari cooper like you know that, that was a that's a big deal and and um so they they made some moves offensively and you know i talked about that but defensively you know it, it's hard to to uh doubt miles garrett i mean the dude is an absolute f- 
freak like yeah unreal how how good he is and you know they they kept clowny and and kept him there and so you know they've got they've got some weapons and you know denzel ward you know obviously is a is a good cornerback as well and going to get some going and getting that draft pick in the third round so their floor i again is, is kind of like pittsburgh i could see their defense kind of being the problem again i mean they weren't i don't think they were great last year but um i think that'll kind of lead me into their ceiling where i mean if deshaun really is gonna stay with the seven game suspension instead of you know an entire season and i know they're working through that and we'll update the listeners and you know up till now there's no news about it but right yeah it's still the same as of now uh we should mention um yeah still six games right now but the appeal is still going on so could be more but yeah yeah i think it's it's right to just talk about as if it was gonna stay at six games because that's what we know for now yeah that's kind of what i was you know basing it on where you know i said i had said seven but six seven around there if he were to come in like i could just see them going crazy like i could see them you know potentially you know second first in the division if if they can have him in there just because we we saw what he did in houston and i mean houston was just awful for you know a <laughs> long time and he yeah. still was consistently showed up week in and week out and right. you know with a with a head like nick chubb and kareem hunt like and now he's got amari cooper to throw the ball to and uh it's, and david Najoku even as, at tight end they've got so many weapons it's right. it's hard to count them out for their ceiling that they they just you know i could see them just high flying yeah um on that on that side of the ball and, and you know and defensively miles garrett's obviously going to be a beast but maybe even had he has another breakout year and just just does his thing and they they kept clowny maybe he does does well as you know too and that draft pick that they went and got maybe he's he's what they needed but again yeah. I, stealing i could really see him you know either second or maybe even taking the division if if all went right but this is we had mentioned it before. This is a great division, you know, this will be a one division that'll be fun to watch. Cause honestly, anything can really happen. So, but again, I, th- I think that's kind of where I stand um, yeah. with the Cleveland Browns. No. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you think they're Super Bowl contenders? Uh, not right now. Um, I don't think so. I think they could make a, a pretty late, you know, deep playoff push. I don't think they're super bowl ready yet i think they've got to add a couple more pieces on the on the defensive side of the ball i think they've they made huge huge steps and strides even towards getting there um but i just don't think they're quite ready yet okay yeah yeah and it's it's yeah i mean their their ceiling is going to be yeah capped a little bit just because the sean's going to be out but i mean jacoby's good enough to win you a few games here and there so yeah it, it really all gonna depend on what, what the team's looking like once Deshaun's back I mean does the performance in the preseason um lower their ceiling at all for you like does that worry you um not necessarily with uh Deshaun just because you know like we had seen him before everything went down and you know taking 
a, a year off to not playing and, you know, doing all this stuff, you, it's, it's going to take some time. And, you know, obviously he's dealing with quite a bit of stuff right now, but I think he'll get in there and, you know, it's, it's like riding a bike. He'll just catch on, you know, like nothing. And he's a freak athlete. He's still young. He's still got so much time left. You know, it's not like he's aging and getting old and then they're throwing him in there. Like right. He's got so much of his career to still grow that I just, I think, I mean, obviously there's going to be some rust that he's going to have to dust off and that's why they're putting him in the preseason games, right? Just to kind of get his feet underneath him a little bit, but right. I think he'll figure it out. And if he does, boy, this team will definitely be dangerous. No, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it, it was a pretty poor performance in the preseason, but um yeah, he hasn't played in a minute and new team, you know, new players. And, you know, after everything he's been going through, you know, I'm sure he had a lot on his mind other than, you know, trying to perform well. So uh, I'm sure he'll he'll get it down and, and uh, get it figured out in time for them to, yeah, make make a push. Um, but if, yeah, if he ends up getting suspended the whole year, that obviously is going to change a lot of things for this team. But I could see him being a, a Super Bowl contender, quite honestly. I, I Like you said, we've seen Deshaun do it in Houston, which isn't nearly as good of a team as he's got here. And, um, you know, he's got he's got quite a bit of talent on the offensive end. I'd like them to maybe see to do uh, or maybe get more uh, weapons for him. I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones is okay um but for your second receiver i'm not not sure about that i'm not sold on him yeah oh yeah and david bell was their pick this year as well i like him actually he he, i watched him in college at purdue he was actually a really good player so um i'd be surprised or i'd be interested to see how he does but again he's a rookie so it might might take him a minute third round pick so it's not like he was the first round or anything um, I, I do like their defense though. They they got a lot of players there. Uh Jeremiah Awusu Koromora, their rookie last year, played really well for them. Obviously, we mentioned the the line with Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett and their their uh, back. Um yeah, the defensive backs are really good. So yeah, I think defensively, yeah, they've got a lot of talent. So yeah, if Deshaun can can work his magic and and the receivers get a little more comfortable with him, yeah, I could see him making a late late push and potentially all the way to the Super Bowl. So they'll be a fun team to watch, and we'll have to see um, what ends up happening with the suspension if it ends up staying at six or gets pushed up to a year, which they're trying to. The NFL wants it to be a year, so. We'll have to wait and see about that. But, yeah, they, they, they've got a lot of talent. Uh, who do we think is finishing uh, second in the division? We've got the Cincinnati Bengals or the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I, I'm i interested to hear what you think. Who do you think is going to end? I'd probably say Baltimore Ravens. I'd probably go them second. You think uh, they're the second? Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think All I right. agree with you there. All right. Yep. Um, hard to bet against the Bengals after last year making it all the way to the Super Bowl. So um, you you did your, the research on the, the Ravens, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had them. Um, 
yes. You know, I think I think one thing that'll definitely help uh the Ravens is obviously last year the the big story was the running back group. I mean, they just absolutely fell <laughs> fell apart. Everybody yep. was everybody got hurt. JK Dobbins, <laughs> you know, Gus, everybody. It just seemed like that entire room just crumbled. Yeah. Um, you know, but when you've got a guy like Lamar, he, he kind of covers a little bit of that. Um but yeah, they've they've got, you know, some some weapons there. They're I gotta admit, their wide receiver core is pretty sad. I mean, <laughs> looking at this depth chart, I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. I mean, the one name that kind of stands out is Rashad Bateman, and even that's like, ooh, you know, like <laughs> Yeah. Not not great there, but you know, you got Mark Andrews at tight end, who's a right. great tight end, obviously, you know, arguably one of the best, you know, top five in the league. Um, which is which is good, and you know, it's just man, that receiver core is sad. <laughs> that is terrible. Yeah. Um, but you know, offensively, um, I'll start with their, you know, their floor. Um, I don't know. I could I could see those receivers being a problem. They that just man, there's there's no weapons there. You know, they obviously lost Hollywood Brown to the to the Cardinals and. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of a big deal. He was a, a great downfield threat, um, for Lamar and, and they, you know, obviously liked each other, but you know, he's, he's off to Arizona now. And, um, so man, I don't know that. I think that'll be interesting to see how much that, that hurts the, the Ravens there without him. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I think it will potentially will will hurt them a little bit, um, but I think they'll they'll figure it out with a guy like Lamar. It's man, yeah, it's, it's hard to bet against him, you know. What I'm saying, <laughs> All right? And they're uh, so that's such a run heavy team anyway, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think they rely on the receivers as much as some other teams. So maybe yeah. it, it won't affect them as much as you know some other teams. Yeah, I agree. And and Mark too plays such a big part in the pass game that right. you know, they they get him more involved than any other re- receiver. So, um, yeah, floor. I mean, I definitely don't see him being last in the division at all. So a floor, I would say, probably third in the division is all. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I think they're they're just too good, too too much talent. You know, with with a guy like Lamar, he's he's gonna make sure. You know, he's gonna take the team on his back if that's what it takes but um you know the defensive side of the ball they've they've got they kind of kept a a nice core there you know they've still got the guys and Clayus Campbell you know they've got all their weapons Patrick Queen you know Marcus Peters all those guys so yeah um you know um Humphreys as well in the backfield and the secondary so they've always, they've always had a, a pretty solid defense. Um, so I, I see that, you know, I don't think the defense will be too much of a problem there. Um, but yeah, again, just floor. I, I don't see them getting last in the division at all. I, I just think they're too, too good of a team. Yeah. Um, but ceiling wise, I think they could definitely take the division. Um, you know, they're, they're a great team. I think they can make a, a, late playoff push to um super I mean, bowl maybe, 
maybe even a run at the Super Bowl. I was going to say that. Um, I could I could see it. They've they've got a lot of talent, and you know they obviously proved themselves in the regular season. Um, I think they've they just continue to hit a wall every year. It seems like you know they they kind of get into the playoffs and just continue to hit this wall where they just can't get past. Um, but again, they were really good last year, and um, even without all their running backs, like you know like you had mentioned there's such a run heavy team you know run first that having you know the jk dobbins and and gus back it's i think that's going to do so much for the team in general yeah um that i could i could honestly see a a playoff push and you know a a deep playoff push as well but yeah that's kind of my my muscle manos on on them i don't know if you've got anything to add there no yeah i like it um Quick note on Isaiah Likely, uh, their current third string tight end. He played really well in the preseason game they had as well. Uh, rookie out of Coastal Carolina. So he's a good player. He, he's almost like a receiver just because he's so fluid with his movement. And uh, yeah, is a, is a good player. So I think he could even get in there and, you know, make some plays for him potentially as the year goes on. So that could, that could be another kind of sneaky um receiving option for uh, Lamar. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I'm with you. I could see him making a push to the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, Lamar is just, yeah, so, so talented. And uh, yeah, uh, their run game is is just very, it's hard to stop when you've got Lamar, you know, running the rock like he does. And their defense, they didn't really lose any pieces. They're, they're really gaining pieces. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, the rookie out of Notre Dame. I forgot to mention pick. him. Yeah. yeah I was going to mention player. him and I forgot to. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's, um, I, I think he'll, he'll, he'll be relevant and he'll, he'll help him for sure. I know Marcus Peters was hurt last year. He's, he's going to be back. So a lot of players coming back from injury, um, which is going to help him. But yeah, when you got a solid defense like that, and I think you can run the rock like they can, um, and I feel like they're off. Their passing game is good enough that yeah, I could see them making a run to the Super Bowl and and yeah, making some noise. So it'll be interesting to see, yeah, what 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 happens, and if the loss of Hollywood Brown is significant enough to maybe lower their their chances or not. I know that's a that's a big question that a lot of people have. Uh, so that'll uh, go ahead and lead us to who we think will finish first in the division of the AFC North. And that is the Cincinnati Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year, made quite the run, kind of surprised a lot of people um, with Joey Burrow and company. Uh, so I did uh, my research on these bad boys. So I'll get us started. But um I'll go there, Manos. I think their floor is probably. I'd probably go. Uh, I'd probably go third in the division. I don't know if I could go lower than that. Uh, just because, yeah. I don't know. They're a really good team. I like their coach too. I feel like he he did well with them last year. Yeah, they've got uh, so much talent. It's hard to bet against them. You know? <laughs> right. I mean, they're stacked. I mean, they, they've got the three receivers and Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Those yeah, that's, guys are. I mean, arguably some of the you know best receiver core in the league right there. Yeah, they're really good. They're big. So, I mean, he can 
They've got wide catch radiuses, so he's he's just got to get it near them, and they're going to come down with it. Joe Mixon really played well for him last year. Uh, Samaje Pirine's a good backup running back, so they've got some depth there. Uh, and they improved their um, offensive line. Uh, they got uh, Lael Collins. Um, I want to say there was another one they brought in. Oh, and it looks like they got Hayden Hurst, who I think is a good tight end. Uh, he is good. He just hasn't really had the team around him, I think, to to make him stand out. I think he might he might be a pretty good player for these guys too. So uh, the offensive line should be a lot better, uh, which is going to be great for Joe Burrow because he was under a lot of pressure last year. So that's uh, that's going to help their floor. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see very many issues happening <laughs> with the offense, to be honest. Does Joe's injuries and everything that's coming out recently, does that worry you at all with him? No, I think he should be fine. Uh, yeah, so I guess his what was it? Um it just came out today, right? Yeah, let me look. It just came out today. It's still on ESPN. I remember that too. And Joe basically said uh his core strength oh. isn't the same his Sorry, appendix ruptured that's right yeah his he had to get surgery ruptured. is all <laughs> yeah so he'll be back in no time uh yeah I, I i'm not too worried about that the team doesn't seem too worried about it either so um you think he's ready by week one then i think so i don't know if he'd be 100 percent. you know he might not be you know the same Joe Burrow that we're used to seeing, but I think he'll he'll still be good enough to start, and then probably by week three or four, I bet he's he's back to being you know ready 100%. to go. I don't think it'll be too much of an issue. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't see any issues really with this offense. The defense uh, is kind of where questions come up for me, and where maybe their floor kind of this, the defense is going to lower their floor a little bit. They were good enough last year to to get them to the Super Bowl, but they still just weren't. They didn't really stand out too much to me. I feel like uh, Trey Hendrickson was a beast last year for. Him. Oh yeah. Um, I know Jesse Bates, really good safety for him as well. Um, so you know they've got some players, but I don't know. I could the defense just did not live. You know, just just wasn't that great didn't didn't live up to the, what the offense was doing so i think that could that could hold them back a little bit again as well uh, this next year but uh they they proved they're good enough that their their floor is probably still going to be eight nine ten games i think you know i think that offense is good enough to to win them a lot of games where they might not need a, a very dominant defense I agree. Um, and it's not like their defense is just horrible. I mean, they, they've still got some players, you know, Von Bell and everything. So, yeah, uh, they definitely could do a lot worse there. Uh, for their ceiling, I think it, it's got to be Super Bowl again. You know, I mean, they proved they could do it last year. And I, I, I think they only got better. They didn't really lose anything super significant to to. I think prevent them from going all the way again. So yeah, I could definitely see 11, 12 wins. Um, and yeah, another trip to the Super Bowl again, Joe Burrow has proved he's the real deal. And now that he's got that offensive line to 
hopefully protect them a little better. I think uh, that's only going to improve that offense. And then, you know, maybe defensively, I know they had a lot of uh, new players on the team last year. And so maybe the communication and just the cohesiveness is a little better for the team, which will help them play a little better. <coughs> Excuse me. And so I think that's only going to help them out. Um, and yeah, like I said, I think that offense is just so good. It's, it's going to, it's going to push them even more, even farther than, than what and uh, just a regular offense would do with this defense, I think. So, so yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think it's another trip to the Super Bowl is definitely in their realm of possibilities. Sorry, go you ahead. Think, you think they're better than the Bills? Um, I don't, I, 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 I don't think so. Um, but they're probably the biggest contender to the Bills in the AFC. Uh, I got you. Um, but the Bills defense, I think, is just a little better than the Bengals, and it's a little more deeper. I think I, I like the depth of the Bills, and then obviously the Bills offense uh, is is really good too. Um, I'd probably edge. I'd probably give the edge to Cincinnati's offense. I like their receivers a little better than the Bills, but I, I like the Bills' depth just all around, and so I think I'd give them the edge. Um, but yeah, it's it's close. I want to say these two teams play each other, don't they? That is going to be a great game if they. Yeah, do. <laughs> that, that would be sweet. But I might be crazy. No, they do Monday night. Uh, January 2nd, so uh, oh, <laughs> second to last game of the season, week 17, playoff is, implications, I'm sure, are going to be on the line at this game. That's that going to be a good one. Such a good game. <laughs> so, That'll be amazing. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see how these two teams stack up against each other. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, this is a good team. You, you got to give them props for what they've done to this team to kind of revamp this whole squad. Um, I want to see, I mean, their defense is, the, did they draft any uh, defensive players? I, I want to say, I don't know. I want to say they did, but yeah, I can't remember. Um, let's see what this, I cannot remember. Uh, they looks like they went and got uh Cam Taylor, or Cam Taylor Britt, a cornerback, and they also got a defensive end, Jeff Gun Gunter. Jeff Gunter. Oh, here he is, Jeff Gunter. Okay, in the okay seventh round. Did they only have the, the that was it? Only the two picks. Or no, let's see. Round one, pick thirty-first. They went and got safety Daxton Hill from Michigan. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, I remember then now. Two, they got Cam Taylor Britt, Nebraska. Um, yeah, three, they got a defensive line Zachary Carter. Um, and then round four, they got somebody out of North Dakota State. And then five, they got another safety, Tyson Anderson from Toledo. And then in round seven, they got an edge rusher of Jeffrey Gunter. 
Holy moly. So all defense then, right? They went all defense. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't tell you where they need help, yeah. I don't know what does. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I mean, we all knew it. Uh so they went out and did it. That's that's what the 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 Cowboys did. Not last year, but the year before, I believe. They went just all defense in the draft. And then their defense ended up playing really well last year. So it worked for them. So maybe it'll work for them. I, I do remember Dax Hill now. He's a really good player. I do remember him too, yeah. But they have a lot of good players in the defensive back. So I don't know. I'm yeah, surprised they, they, they go get him out. to back up Jesse Bates. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the? Jesse Bates right. is one of, arguably one of the best in the league. And you're, right. <laughs> you're yeah. going to waste a pick on your first round, too. Right. So I don't know. That'd be interesting to see how they use him. Cam Taylor Britt, I've heard, is a pretty good player, too. Um, I don't know. The fact he can't beat out Eli Apple, though, that might be a little concerning. I was going to say, Eli is pretty <laughs> trash. Maybe Cam Taylor's <laughs> plays sometime during the season. Yeah, I know Eli is not the greatest, so I don't know. We'll have to see. But I thought Cam Taylor Britt was a pretty good player coming out of Nebraska. But So, yeah, we'll have to see how much playing time he ends up getting. So, obviously, they, they tried to bolster the defense there. So, um, And then I, I know they – upgraded the offensive line via free agency so it's not like they just left that out to dry but um yeah i think it's going to come down to those acquisitions on the defensive end they they had some good players good pieces but they really need to just fill it in a little bit so that's exciting though they, they've got the they've got some talent so um that'll be that'll they'll be a fun team to to watch for sure yeah yeah it's a good thing they went out and you know they obviously knew where they needed the most help and it's good to you know get joe his protection he obviously got freaking smacked around last year like obviously one of the most hit quarterbacks in the entire league and he still right. took him to the super bowl so it's good to good to see him you know they're obviously making the right moves and it, it's yeah. good to see the Bengals actually you know doing well for the first time in franchise history for a <laughs> long time All right All you right. know one, one of the few teams that hasn't won a super bowl correct yep so yeah it's you know it's exciting and that's what the nfl is all about and is, yeah you know teams turning it around and they're quite the story so they're going to be fun to watch for sure yeah yeah you can't help but be excited for them because yeah they've had this poopy years quite a bit <laughs> yeah. of poopy years uh, so yeah. enjoy old... enjoy this Bengals, because yeah you guys got a contender <laughs> so and and they seem to be making the right moves like you're saying so that's uh that's always great news um all right, well, that wraps up the AFC. Uh, sorry, I always forget AFC North. Um, in our Mas Armenos, we've got four more divisions. We're gonna try and uh, wrap them up before the start of the season, so we can kind of have our predictions out there and kind of see how that works. The uh, next division we've got here on the list is gonna be the NFC South. Uh, that includes the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons. New Orleans Saints and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh, um, pretty so good will, yeah, so that'll be fun to talk about them and see what's going on. But uh, that about wraps up this episode of Coaching from the Couch. Um, any last thoughts before we uh, say goodbye to our listeners? No, just uh, tune in to all the preseason games. They're, they're great. And um, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's finally back. 
<laughs> it, it the is. wait is over. <laughs> it is it's officially back. It's it's great news. And oh, yeah. uh, again, yeah, like like comment, subscribe, give us give us something you know to to talk about in the, in the yeah. comments, and we appreciate you listening. Yes, we really do. Um, yeah, and I'm with you. I mean, I feel like the preseason is fun because they do like the local announcers uh so whoever's the home team they're like yeah. local radio guys or whatever i did uh, notice that yeah, yeah are the ones fun. announcing the game and they have like unique insight on the on their team because they're like around the team a lot more than like national guys are and so you 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 learn quite a bit from just watching these little preseason games about some of these maybe lesser known players um because these guys have such an inside scoop um and so that's that's really fun to kind of hear about uh, some of the players you don't know so much about so you can learn a lot just from watching those games and um and yeah just seeing guys going out there and compete so uh we will hopefully come out with another episode uh sometime soon to try and make up for last week and then we'll hopefully kind of continue our regular schedule about once a week around like tuesday wednesday so uh stick with it um and yeah, stick stick around, and hopefully you guys are enjoying, and uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Peace Thanks. out. Later.